in the ongoing effort to avoid commercials on our show, we bring you a commercial from us. My subby and I have created a boutique adult toy store on my website. We have handpicked items that are low cost and show up on your doorstep with all of your other Amazon packages. Make sure though that you open them, not your kids. Go to kristenkellogg.com or find the link in the notes of this episode. We will get a percentage of the sales from the items exclusively on my storefront. You get some special items to enhance your FLR and we all win without a stupid ass commercial. It's not a fantasy mm-hmm. thing, right? Because this is a relationship. Mm-hmm. This is 24-7. And it's healthy. Like, I, I say yes. that all the time. This is the healthiest relationship I've been in. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. If you're not 18 years of age or older, there are thousands of other podcasts you can listen to, and you can come back and visit us when you are 18. This podcast is meant solely for entertainment. We are not licensed doctors, lawyers, or therapists. We simply have a fascination with the lifestyle, and I'd love to share it with you and get your thoughts and opinions. Welcome back. Hey, how's it going? So, in the effort of being real and raw, here we sit after a three-mile walk from the desert. Yes. It's windy, so I'm sure my hair looks awesome. This is way outside my comfort zone, but here we are. Yes, we are. However, on our walk, we were discussing some things because we have our little, that's our like bonding time. Yep. We do a three-mile walk every day in the morning in the desert. We thought, let's sit down, have this discussion, and we will record it. I mean, Celsius, hit me up. I've been yep. drinking one every morning for years. Love it. Anyways. Back at the ranch. I don't know that we have any housekeeping. Uh, I, I don't think so immediately. I think that... Yeah, the only thing I can think of is, you know, the ladies' group is the second Thursday in March. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in joining the ladies' group. I would love to have you come join. At this point, we're still in Quartzsite, Arizona. Oh, yes, we should and we're today. not sure which way we're going because... Oh, yes. One of our daughters got engaged right. and is going to get married. So like that, that. Yeah, so she can be with her boyfriend, now fiancé, uh, where he's stationed. He's in the military. Right. So, so we, we're kind of in limbo. Mm-hmm. Either way, we are not in Minnesota. And yeah. the weather, as you can see, is sunny and it's, beautiful. It's not so bad. It's not. It's a little windy today, but it's the temperatures are nice and warm. Yeah. I don't hate it. I think that's it yep. for housekeeping. Yep. I get a lot of emails about men having a hard time finding a dominant woman. Yes. And my subby proved a very good point. And this is kind of on track for my refresh that I want to do, getting back to basics of female-led relationships, how they ebb and flow, all of that. Yeah, it's just an overall thing. This topic comes up all the time, you yeah. know, and, and through emails and messages and whatever, and, and even uh, conversations that I've had with uh, other subbies, please reach out to me. It's all good. Yes. Um, how this the struggle of what we have as far as our wiring mm-hmm. and then finding the matching wiring, mm-hmm. you know, the email that we're talking about is pretty specific to things, but, but it's still the overall you know, this can be a struggle, Mm -hmm. you know? Okay. So our starting point Mm -hmm. would be, 
you know, I get asked a lot, how, how do you find a dominant woman? And my subby had a good point that I think all women have a little bit of dominance in them. And I think that most anyways, yeah, I, I mean, there are submissive women, obviously I'm not, it's not all or nothing, but I think a lot of women, maybe in the vanilla world, for lack of a better term, they have the dominance, but they don't know how to use it or they're not confident enough to use it. Or they're just not aware that that's what it is. Listen, I, I didn't know. That's a very good point. He mentioned that, you know, like he's been in relationships prior to me, which is what led him when we got together to saying, I would really like to try this dynamic out. I think it would be healthy and I think it would be great for both of us. And like you said, you know, you brought the dominance out in me. Like it was there, but you allowed it out. Right. right. And this is by, by no means some secret sauce or, or whatever, <laughs> you know, this is just when I realized like really who I was, like everything from my history made way more sense. Mm-hmm. And in the latter part of my, my longer term marriage, the, the mom of my kids, when I realized at that point, really who I was, that the, that the needs that I had, I wasn't, I wasn't finding those and not to sound selfish mm-hmm. or anything like that, but. But life is short. You have to be happy. I mean, you have right, to gauge what right. is important. Again, with, I mean, everybody can identify with this. If I didn't know then what I know now, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. There's absolutely part of that. Right. Anyways, moving forward in, in the relationships that I've had after my long-term marriage, I was able to find dominance in each of the the two uh, more significant relationships. relationships that I had prior to you, mm-hmm. right? And it's not that I learned, again, some sort of secret sauce. I just, you know, by nature, I figured out, you know, how to at least bring it up. So, okay, take a time out. Yeah. Right? So the number one takeaway from what you just said for me was if you're a submissive man, you have to really know yourself, mm-hmm. be comfortable and confident in your submissiveness. Right. Now, that doesn't mean that you're going to be perfect. And there's going to be times where you struggle with that. Like there's a power struggle because I think I've said this before, men are wired to be dominant because that's how society sees men as Absolutely. the dominant person in the relationship. And if you are not comfortable with who you are and what you want, I think that's going to pose problems when you're seeking a dominant woman in a relationship with a dominant woman. You have to be comfortable with what your desires are. Just like I say, for women, you have to know what you want sexually or just in Mm -hmm. relationship and be comfortable with what you want and not afraid to ask for what you want. And I think that's the same for men. You have to be comfortable with what, well, and I'll, I'll let you continue, but just as a aside, we had kind of talked about pegging a little bit and I think there's a lot of men that really enjoy that, but then they have a significant amount of guilt after they've participated in the pegging 100%. act because they feel ashamed in what they want. And I, so from what I took away from what you just said, a tip would be if you're, if you're looking to be in a female-led relationship, you really need to be confident in yourself and what you want mm-hmm. and understand your wants and needs. Okay, right. back uh, so, so realizing who I was at that point and, and going on to the next two relationships, 
again, because of the fantasy aspect of it, at that time, that's really all I knew of this type of relationship, right? A lot of all what again, right? We say all this, we say this all the time. It's out there in social media. It's all the beautiful, trim, whatever people, Mm -hmm. you know, well off, all this stuff, right? But, but not all of us are like that. Nope. All of us are unique rappers, Mm -hmm. right? And we're not all that cookie cutter. Anyways, that's my soapbox thing for that. What I found is that in the, it's in the conversations, right? So when, when you stumble across somebody and attractive to you, female, you obviously start the conversation, mm-hmm. right? Maybe it's a, a dating website. Maybe it's a friend of a friend, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. You, you probably know a little bit about that person to take that next yeah. step to want to know more about that person, right? It's not just looks. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the whole package, okay? When having the conversations, you can find out... And, and this goes both ways. She needs to find this out about you as well. Your level of open-mindedness, okay? That's, that's the very first thing. And that starts with your trust and your foundation. Right. When you meet somebody. Right. Right. So that, that it comes in the conversations, the communication. We say that ad nauseum, right? But it's, it's the communication. And by... Playing the my secret for your secret game, mm. right? I I've I think that's one of the things that I went to in each time, right? Because and, and this is not by design. This is not a master plan, but but it's just a thing that that I used to learn about the person. Okay, and we're all adults here. Okay, we're not kids. Or, or, you know, junior high, like, we're all adults, so we should be able to uh, communicate on an adult level with mm-hmm. things, right? Because if, say, you're in your 40s or your 30s or your 50s, whatever it is, and you are looking for something like this, you deserve to find it mm-hmm. on, on whatever level that is. So it starts with, the like, the trading secret game, right? Because in, in that way... She can learn about you, and you can learn about her, mm-hmm. okay? If during that trading secrets time, you find out that there are little... You have to be door, actively listening. Right, <laughs> actively listening. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up and listen, mm-hmm. okay? But there are little doorways that you can find to go into that next room of secrets mm-hmm. or or fantasies or, you know, I've always wanted to or... Mm-hmm. Whatever that is, okay? It's the verbal part of it first. The verbal and, like, textual, I mm-hmm. guess. Part of it first. That, that that give and take. It's only really through that that you can get to any other level. Mm-hmm. Right? So if, if you've come across someone who is interesting and you've, you've established, you know, good communication but you've not found those little doorways, right? It may, that may not be the the person for you. And that's really okay. And maybe they're a great person. And that's a scary game to play. It absolutely is. Because 
you don't know if you're going to say something that is absolutely going to blow their mind and is way more than they were expecting to hear from you. But on that same note, you know, if something like that occurs, that issue or that secret or that conversation maybe needs to be stopped, give some processing time for both parties or, you know, whichever party was, was having a problem accepting it. And then revisit it and talk about it again sure. and talk about the different perspectives. And, you know, the secret game can be fun because it can right. turn into something hot that right. gets you wrapped up, too. But Ab- Absolutely. And, and I'm not necessarily, like, you start with the small secrets. Yeah. Right? Yep. Start with the small secrets. Well, I had like, sex in a public place once. Right. You or know? when I was a teenager, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Right? Yep. You know, start start with the small things that are fairly safe. Mm-hmm. So that you can that you can build on those things, right, to get up to the bigger secrets. Mm-hmm. Because with with every one that you give and take, right, again, there's there's a little doorway open to whatever the next thing is, right? Yep. So it's not like don't do like I did. Uh, I mean, it worked out, but it it did, and I I absolutely jumped the gun to whatever the big like we. <laughs> we jumped the gun on a lot of things. Right, but Christine and I started very much the same way that the previous two had started mm-hmm. in the conversations, right? We we were on DMs or chatting or texting or whatever, like full bore mm-hmm. early on, all day long, Yep. right? So much so I got in trouble at work. Yeah. <laughs> he was probably getting no work done. Uh, 100%. But but that communication, those conversations are the building blocks for whatever the next things, mm-hmm. right? If at one point is you know early on, I found that this probably wasn't the thing, right? It was going down the wrong road or whatever. Save yourself and that other person mm-hmm. the time, yeah, and time the heartbreak valuable. and and whatever. Save that. It's it's on you then to say to figure out whatever verbiage it is to convey to the person that maybe this isn't a thing. Maybe friends is a, is a better situation for that. I will say one of the benefits of like online dating and dating apps and things like that. So we met on like a Facebook dating app. And um, I think one of the biggest benefits was we were two hours away. So texting was our main line of communication. I mean, we talked on the phone too, but mm-hmm. it was more texting because I was a single mom with three kids. So then he had two. And I think that texting is a little bit easier to have these conversations, but it can also be a little bit scary because you don't know exactly how the other person is feeling. Like for us, it really worked out well. It because did. he would drop a bomb and I would be like, okay, please hold. I need a minute. You know? And I would have some time to process what what was said and then really think about it in the comfort of my own home and in my own safe place and be like, what what do I really think about this? And that that's what you have to do, too, when you're having these conversations. Stop with what your immediate knee-jerk reaction is. You have that reaction, but then take a minute to step back and think, okay, why do I think that? Because a lot of what I my knee-jerk reactions were from how I was raised, what society thinks this should be or what society thinks that should be and if you take all that away and really sit and think about it and look at it from all the different perspectives you can think of 
you know, give yourself some processing time. You might find that, you know, some of the things that you have a knee-jerk reaction to because society says you should, you, you're kind of like, well, okay, wait a minute, from this perspective. Mm -hmm. So I think that texting aspect for us was very good and I'm, I'm thankful i mean i hated being two hours away from you for a year mm-hmm. but i think we had a lot of really good conversations that would have maybe been much harder in person right and they're they're not well you know uh, quickly on that i'm way more brave behind a keyboard oh, than i'm face to face and he so always has been I've, that's the way i've always been yeah i'm sorry i didn't mean to get no. you off track but i really like no, you're totally fine i really like you know the texting yep. part of it oh. i think also, on the, also on the, the texting part of that, obviously, there's things lost in communication oh, because yes. there's no context mm-hmm. to what that sentence is without some sort of emoji or some sort of cue mm-hmm. or punctuation, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Use punctuation. We're a little bit. Yeah. But use that side. because you will you will communicate better with the mm-hmm. person if, if what you're sending them is the, the like the full package of whatever that sentence is, right? Mm-hmm. It's dozen or so words with no capitalization, no punctuation, no no emojis. Like that can be taken a hundred different ways. Mm-hmm. Maybe not a hundred, but, uh, but yes. it can be taken so many different ways, mm-hmm. right? So when you communicate, communicate in the best way possible. And you know, you, know? you start to know each other's, like we have the right. one emoji that we always use. It's the little kissy face one. And yeah. You know, for the longest time, like when he was working and if I knew he was having a bad day or if we were having a disagreement or whatever, we always made sure to send that after like an okay, because then we knew, you know what I mean? Yes. So if I was pissed off, a lot of times I would just send okay without the little emoji and he would know, okay, wait, something's up. Let's talk about it. Right. You know, or if he did that back to me, it's very rare that we do that because no matter what. I mean, now we don't ever text each other because we're always together. 24 fucking 7. So there's no kissy face emoji now. <laughs> no, they're just kissy faces. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> that's also important. I mean, establish something that is the regular. And as you get to know somebody and you have more conversations via text, you're going to get to know how they how they text and understand. And you'll be able to tell if something's a lie in your messaging or if the other person on the other end is not. Yeah. Not feeling something. Yep. Just an aside. We've kind of got off on a rampage here. Weird. We well, never do that. A little bit, though. This is still the same thing. Yes. And, and when you're trying to connect with somebody, and, and the, there's probably more parts to this, mm-hmm. you know, but but let's just start with, with the communication part of it. Start with the, the give and take, mm-hmm. right? That is absolutely has to happen, right? And do not have the expectation that this is your fantasy. Yes. Take the fantasy out. Please Mm -hmm. take all of that out because you are two human fucking beings. Okay? (laughs) You are. Two humans fucking too. You're not a meme. Mm -hmm. You're not a video. Mm -hmm. You're not any of that. You are two human beings with human being feelings and emotions Mm -hmm. and needs and and all these things, right? So communicate as two human beings. And and when you get down to that level, then you, you know that you are you're having a good conversation about things, whether it's, you know, the highs or lows or whatever, got to stay through all of that. Right. And like you were saying with the, with the kissy face thing, mm-hmm. send those signals, mm-hmm. right. So that the other person can read that sentence in the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, 
be be mindful of that. Don't have any expectations that it's going to go your way every time. Have that give and take. No expectations. It's not a fantasy mm-hmm. thing, right? Because this is a relationship. Mm-hmm. This is 24-7. And it's healthy. Like, I, I say yes. that all the time. This is the healthiest relationship I've been in. Right. And I know sometimes when you listen to this podcast, everybody's, not everybody, but the question of, you know, how can I find somebody who wants to be in this dynamic? And I, I always say, I don't know because I wasn't looking for it. It right. found me. Right. But... I would say when you're, you're looking for a relationship and I understand that you want to be in a female led relationship, I would find somebody that you're compatible with, that you're comfortable with, like take the FLR part of it out, right? Find somebody that you're compatible with, comfortable with, and you can tell anything to. And I know I've said that a hundred times too, but once you've established that foundation, that's where you start adding stuff in. I mean, a lot of, a lot of the women in my ladies group, have not always been dominant women. Right. And, you know, like Judy and Steve, we've had them on the podcast. This isn't something that they've been doing forever. I mean, they found each other. They connected on a a specific level. And then as they grew together, hey, let's give this a try. Mm -hmm. Or, I mean, I think you have to find somebody that you have a connection with outside of the female-led relationship. Somebody that you can trust and you feel comfortable communicating with Mm -hmm. so that you can build that foundation and then it can grow into whatever. Right. Or you can be like my subby and just drop it all on your lap and say, hey, listen, well, this is what I want. Here's three days to process. Let me know right. what you think. Now, I'm just being funny. But okay. looking back, I think that was probably the best way you could have done it. Because I think if he would have introduced me to things slowly, I may have been like, I don't, I don't know. I guess I don't yeah. know how it would have gone. I think how it worked out for us, I wouldn't recommend it. But you were always so good about telling me that if I don't want to participate in this, yeah, you still wanted to be with me. Right. Now, that being said, if I'm being honest, I probably still felt a little bit of pressure because by the time he kind of dropped this in my lap, I was very connected to him. I mean, we had been talking mm-hmm. for some, I mean, I don't know. But, I mean, it was early on, but yeah. I, I don't know. Like I just felt very strongly connected and able to trust him. Right. So, That's the word. Yes. Right there, the trust part of it. Yeah. Right? In in this in these early communications, you're building the trust. Okay. That's the first thing to do. Mm-hmm. Fuck everything else. Mm-hmm. Right. Build the trust. She has to trust you. Mm-hmm. You have to trust her. Yeah. And if you if you can't get to that place, there's no way you're gonna get anywhere mm-hmm. further than that. Right? Agreed. And if you get to that place and you don't a hundred percent trust. Or 100% trust that the other person, it's not too late to bail, right? I say that callously because, like, life is finite, mm-hmm. okay? And not to get all whatever about that, but it's short. every day is a gift. Mm-hmm. You know, every breath is a miracle. All these things, right? There's not time to waste on something that isn't compatible for you, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not saying, you know, you just traipse from one person to the next to yeah. the next or whatever, right? But trust your gut. you got to be mindful mm-hmm. that this is another person that you're talking to and you are also wasting their time, right? So communicate, build the trust. Those are the first two things to do, mm-hmm. right? And we talked about that also in our, in our walk, mm-hmm. communicate and build the trust. Mm-hmm. Only, only at that point can you go further. 
okay, this might be a multi-part thing, you know, but... We can have morning walk talks. Yeah. To the guys who have asked the question over and over and over Mm -hmm. again, this is part of the answer. Yes. Right? It's not an easy answer either. No, it's not. And yes, this will be a struggle. And yes, you will hit Mm -hmm. peaks and valleys, right? Mm -hmm. But you've got to establish the trust with that person. Mm -hmm. That's, That's the main thing. Yeah. Um, throw everything else out. Throw your fantasy out. Throw all this mm-hmm. up. Trust the person. And guess what? In every relationship, mm-hmm. that's also important. Yes, Whether trust it, and communication is always. Yeah, in every relationship, mm-hmm. right? So, so the, the building blocks for this relationship is no different than any other. Mm-hmm. Really, you know, the only thing. That, that this is different is it goes in a little bit different direction mm-hmm. than what society sees as normal or what they recognize. Like, you know, I said last week, I think I was absolutely the dominant in my past relationship with, with my ex-husband because mm-hmm. I did everything. I did all the decision-making I made. I mean, he was really just along for the ride. And I think that is the case in a lot of everyday relationships. I think that, the woman takes care of a lot of things. And I think that's because while society sees the man as the dominant, the woman is really the glue that holds everything together. She keeps everything functioning, makes sure people are where they need to be. And I don't know, maybe some people don't view that as being dominant, but you're the main decision maker. So, I mean, that's a different perspective to look at it. I don't expect everybody to agree with me and that's okay. Right. That's what is part of what makes life great is you talk to other people, you see their, or you, you know, you get their perspective on things and you can agree to disagree. It's possible. Right. And to that point, guys, it's out there. Mm-hmm. It's fucking out there. I think. Right. But you can't go from A to X. Right. In a week. <laughs> right. Or whatever. You have to take the steps mm-hmm. to, to establish what this could be, right? To build the relationship first. Right. Build the relationship the, first. The, yep. And and we keep going back to it, whatever, but it's the trust, mm-hmm. right? Because she's probably naturally that way anyways, mm-hmm. right? Don't make it harder than it really is, right? Yeah. Don't look for the fantasy thing first. Look for the trust part. Look for somebody that you will enjoy spending your time with. Look for somebody that you will enjoy serving, Mm-hmm. That you will enjoy being submissive to, right? Mm-hmm. Not a bitch necessarily, right? right? I mean, unless that's unless what you're that's into, your and thing. that's great. But somebody that that you gel with, mm-hmm. that you can coexist with, and somebody that shows you appreciation. Yes, because I feel like that is something that is glossed over a lot. Yes, he is my submissive, but I show my appreciation to him. I mean, we're yep. very intentional, and him to me, obviously, because it's mandatory. But it's it's so much reciprocal. Yes, it is. It is. I've, I'm very appreciative for the things he does, and while he is my submissive, I still find it very important to show him the appreciation. I guess I didn't finish that sentence. I think that a lot of women have the misconception that men don't need to hear that. And I think that Mm. is so untrue. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a dominant man, whether you don't participate in this at all, I don't think men are shown enough appreciation because I think there is this misconception that they don't need it or they don't thrive off of it. And I think that that is absolutely untrue. Mm -hmm. 
who doesn't like to be told that they're appreciated? I mean, that's right. like human resources 101. Yeah. When you appreciate your employees, they perform a hundred times better yeah. when they feel appreciated. And I yeah. think that, I think that's human nature. Right. And when you feel appreciated, you feel fulfilled. Yep. As an example, uh, Miss Christine makes breakfast every morning. I do. Okay. I do. But that's what she does. It's just, we've, just that's what we've it's always been that way even when we were in the house but every fucking time she hands me my english muffin with peanut butter and jelly it's fantastic every time she hands it to me i say thank you yes but those two words Mm -hmm. there's a fucking book behind those two words there really is because when I say thank you, I really fucking thank you. Mm-hmm. Not you just can for, tell he means it. Right. Mm-hmm. Not just for handing me that, but for cooking the thing and for getting, you know, us being in Arizona. Like, there's a whole, there's a whole fucking book behind those two mm-hmm. words. So when you say thank you, fucking mean it, you know? I would like to just throw a little side note in here that while I'm making breakfast, he's not just sitting on his ass either. He has no. morning chores that right. need to be done. Like we each have our own role. Right. And I, I, I'm only putting that in there because if there's anyone listening that feels like they're not in their dominant role because they're like, I cook all the meals mm-hmm. and I, I want to do that. Like that's something that I do, but I also dish his up and give it to him. Right. Because that's something that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Now, we're in a 24-foot camper. So while I'm doing the things that I want to do, he is doing the things that he is has been told to do. Like, we yep. each know our own role. While I'm doing something, he's always doing something else. Right. It, it's just kind of a routine we've gotten down living in such a small space. Right. It's the reciprocal yeah. thing. Right? Guys, you have your things to do, too. Fucking do them. You whole, know? My whole point in saying that also is, you know, I think that... A lot of these dynamics, people think that, you know, the woman is sitting down and the man is serving her. And I I would guess a good portion of them are like that. That's totally possible. Right. But I want you to know that it's possible to still, because I'm a very nurturing person. Mm -hmm. I enjoy taking care Mm -hmm. of my family. And I think there's a misconception to this also that because you're in a dominant relationship or there's a dom-sub dynamic that... The, the man has to do everything for the woman and that's not the case you find what again, i feel like i say this over and over you find what works for you mm-hmm. and i enjoy preparing the meals mm-hmm. and i enjoy dishing i mean in a way me dishing up his food is me controlling what he consumes so if 100%, you, you, you want to totally look, at, look it, at it yeah way. if you want to look at it that way there's a spin on it i'm controlling what he eats yep. so i'm in control right but I, there's just so many different aspects to this relationship and ways to look at things so that it doesn't feel as intimidating. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of women feel intimidated by these dynamics. And there's so many ways to just make it your own mm-hmm. and still feel like you're in control. Right. Guys, if you're looking for this relationship, it's it's so much easier than what you're making it out to be. Mm-hmm. Right. At the same time there are careful steps you need to take, Mm -hmm. right? When you establish the communication and get to talking, you know, just all the talk, right? And establishing the trust is the next step, right? Only after those can you bring in these elements. I've always been blank. And I've always been curious about blank, Mm -hmm. right? And, you know, again, 
getting to this can go on to other things and we'll go on to other things, but, mm-hmm. but those are the, the things to start with because you've got to open the first door and then you've got to open the second door. Okay. And whatever her fucking answers are, those are her answers mm-hmm. and she is entitled to those answers and you have to fucking take those answers, whatever they are. And then you need to react to them in the right way. And if the answers are, aren't what you're looking for, maybe that's not the person for you. And that's okay. Or you have to reevaluate what your desire is on that specific thing and find out how important it is to you. Is it, right. is it more important? Do you, I mean, do you need this to be happy or are you, or is this person more important and this isn't a need to right. be fulfilled in your life? Right. And just because those answers aren't what you're looking for, doesn't mean they're the wrong answers. Mm-hmm. Right. everybody's entitled to them right take those answers as her asserting some of her dominance without her even realizing that's what she's doing right let her be confident in her answers right step number three Mm -hmm. you know we'll start you know we'll highlight that or or hint towards it we won't you just have to follow along right enjoy right no, but we will. Yeah. Some other episode, we'll yeah. start with the confidence part. Yeah. Okay, so we'll just preview. There's a confidence part mm-hmm. of this as well. Yeah. So, and that's all I'm going to say right now. Okay. I, I would just like to, you had said something uh, just a second ago about, I'm curious about blank. That might be a good way for both of you who maybe, you know, there's something that you know, or you've maybe even done before and you're scared to talk about it. Mm-hmm. you can start out with I would be curious about mm-hmm. this and you can get her reaction now that's not always don't go straight to Peggy no don't, or just start the, yeah don't I mean chastity works for me but right don't go straight to those things it, it's the small things Sorry yes but I mean just I, I'm kind of curious about this now being curious and having done it it's a fine line I'm not saying lie but it's a good way because people are very reserved when they're talking about sex by nature. That's a good way to kind of feel it out. You know, we've, we've done podcasts, like we did a podcast with Priority Society where they were talking about how do you introduce your partner to swinging. And one of their tips was watch a movie yes. that contains that. Well, it's much easier to find movies that contain swinging and other yeah. dynamics. There isn't much out there yeah. for female-led relationships. Right. I mean, Except for this. Yeah. Here you are. Should we start a TV show? Introduce that. Introduce your partner to this and see what yeah. they think. Maybe yep. don't start with the pegging or chastity issues no. or episodes. But we've. But I mean, that's a good way to kind of break the ice and feel that, out how they A they're... lot of guys have turned their their prospective female partners, dom female doms, mm-hmm. onto this podcast. We're not tooting a horn or anything, Beep but. Deep. I mean, we're we all we've always tried to be real. We've mm-hmm. always tried to be honest. We've always taken you know the fantasy out of out of all this and just like yeah here we are in in the fucking desert with our 84 camper right this is real fucking life and your life is a real life too and her life is a real life too right it's it's so many of these other outlets that you see they're not real life they're not sustainable they're not they're not daily drivers mm-hmm. right and, and we've always 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 tried to be daily drivers i get that a lot too a lot of people reach out and they say they can't find anything that has good information mm-hmm. i have found a couple really good websites that i think offer some really good insight into female-led relationships but 
you know, there's not a lot out there won by women because this is mostly sought after by men. The men are the ones out seeking it. It's not the women. Right. For the most part. I mean, there are women out there that are, are seeking mm-hmm. it. There's just not a lot of information out there. And it, it seems as though it's becoming more and more common. Like you can find other things, but when I Google it, it's, it's like the same thing regurgitated over yeah. and over. And I yep. hope I never do that, but I will regurgitate communication and trust until yeah. my last breath because 100%. it's so hundred percent fundamental. When you, when you listen to this or you watch this, we're going to talk about this all the time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's that stuff. So, but yes. So that is morning coffee talk. This yep. is what happens when we give Subby a Celsius after he hasn't had one in a few days. He's all kinds of full of the valuable thoughts. Yeah. Um, I'm just passionate about this stuff because, yes, you too. know, I've finally found my thing and we really genuinely hope you find your thing. Mm-hmm. Right. But you, you are not entitled to it. Oh yes. You are not entitled to it. Work for it. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. There's your letter Kenny reference. Yep. That wraps up this one. I hope you enjoyed. I mean, this is what's real. This is what I look like when I get up. If You're anybody's curious. Real. We're fucking real. Yeah. This That's is what we look like. It was important for us to have this discussion. Yep. And I think this is a big reason why there was such a gap in the episodes is because I felt like I had to make myself look somewhat presentable. And listen, I'm real. These thoughts just came to me, mm-hmm. to us while we were walking and mm-hmm. we wanted to share them with you. Yep. So here they are. Have a fantastic week. Be good human beings. Stay healthy. Be well. Mwah. Love you. Thank you so much for listening today. I genuinely appreciate your time. If you happen to have any questions, all of my contact information is in the show notes of this and every episode. Don't hesitate to reach out. Also, in the show notes, there is a link to my Patreon, where your support is incredibly appreciated. Patrons have access to advanced and extra content from this and other podcasts that we produce. FLR Consulting via messages and video and input on the production of each podcast. Most importantly, though, if you have the option to rate and review my podcast on the platform you listen to it on, please do. Good ratings and reviews help boost my podcast in the charts so that more and more people are able to hear what I have to say about the lifestyle. Until next week, be good to yourself and each other.